Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cation, Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Good to see you again. It's been... <laughs> Six minutes. It's been hours. Hours and hours. It's uh, At least we're not doing two. Right. There was some talk of two, and I was like, you know, it's something funny for other people. I, it's, not <laughs> funny for, it's not funny for me. Not, <laughs> hey, Kyle's back, you guys. Thank God. <laughs> Your been... girlfriend's a tough laugh, I'm <laughs> telling you. Oh, you're telling t- me. I've... <laughs> I got a lot of blinks from her. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> um, I am obsessed with this freelance writer who this is the day of the manchester bombing right and it's fifty nine thousand followers and he tweeted a couple ariana grande jokes that were and she's one of them was really hacky and (laughs) then you're like all right you know you got excited maybe you don't know what happened you just saw ariana grande you just thought you'd riff off of ariana grande let me do my starbucks take i've been sitting on (laughs) since she became famous And then the next one was like, it's just it started breaking multiple casualties. This is all caps. Yeah. And then he does a joke about how, you know, he's been to an Ariana Grande concert and he also wanted to die. And it's like, oh, fuck. Well, right. they're still sorting out bodies right. of right. children because it's all little girls and their mothers at this thing. Right, right. This is like a YouTube yeah. concert almost, except for she's yeah. real. I mean... It's just not that like, YouTube people aren't real. I'm so sorry for your career. Um, don't worry. You don't. Ha- you never have to apologize after what this guy did. Oh, the right. Rest of us are in the clear is... for the rest of our lives. <laughs> right. Because and then, he didn't delete them. No, okay. He just deleted the breaking gas of whatever breaking multiple casualties tweet. But then after that, he got it. He got slammed because I I started following this a couple hours ago. It's it's like you're watching in real time someone's life collapse and they don't know it yet. Um, and, uh, so he go, he tweeted too soon, which is yeah. not satisfying to anybody. <laughs> no, I'm surprised he didn't use the number two. A, mi- a million more people. Fuck you. F- and it just fuck it. And, and they're doxing his girlfriend. They found his girlfriend works like with kids. She's a teacher. You know, they're, it's like, what this, this could happen in hours. You can ruin your life in hours with Twitter. If you aren't careful, right. right. You just have to literally. It's fascinating. Yeah, don't and just horrifying. Yeah, don't just riff on some weird Yeah, I mean tragedy and, that you don't know all the information. On. I know. And and it's, you know, I mean you you just start getting used to writing jokes and putting words together and you forget, sure. you know, it's tw- it's it's But you don't you didn't do it. No, no, no. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying I'm saying every comic like I saw comics like retweeting their his thing and going, "Hey, take this down." It's like you know, you could do this too. We're all one bad idea away from having our careers destroyed because we're all sort of missing a chip, right? Which normally helps us because it makes you think oh, right. There's no filter. differently. Yeah. But then that one, you know, 99% of the time it's good. That 1% where you, you know, how many times have you been to an open mic or, or you've just been riffing on stage and you go one, one tag too far and the audience recoils and you're like, okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, but, but it was that, pre-Twitter. That's just contained. Free, yeah. yeah, but it's also contained on stage. And, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he seems he seems um, d- dumb in a way because he just didn't immediately recoil and turn it off. Like, right, right. He riffed on the apology. 
Yeah, the yeah. apology was bad. It's it's right. the whole thing. He just keeps. Brandy Brown is a comic from Minneapolis, yeah. and she was like, "You have to take down the tweets. Get off Twitter. Write a heartfelt apology. Yeah, you're a writer, and then come back on. Yeah. Don't try to flippantly just you know. Yeah, like with the Katie Rich joke about Bannon. Like I, I, you know, or Baron. Sorry. Oh, Baron. Yeah. Baron. <laughs> Um, like it was a joke. It was a joke, you know. Yeah. Some people got mad because they want Baron left alone, but it was a joke. It wasn't, you know, it, oh, it qualified. Wasn't, it wasn't. I'm going to kill Baron Trump. That's not. I mean, it wasn't like. I'm, no, I it wouldn't it be even, great if he died. It I wasn't mean, even a globally offensive. It was. It was like, oh, I could see if you're insane and you think this way that you're going to get mad about it. All right. It's when you know one of those deletes of of half the world oh. not not getting your sense of humor or not right. getting what you're saying or deliberately not getting what you're saying because they want to push some conservative agenda through your tweet. Yeah. But this was just 100 percent just bad Wrong. boneheaded attempts at comedy yeah, by a, a non-comic. A, right, a non-comic saying something that wasn't particularly funny but for some or wasn't and couldn't, funny at all, but couldn't I mean, back down. Couldn't back down and too many people following him. Like who is he? He's got almost sixty thousand followers, so yeah. it blew up bigger than like. I mean, if you have two hundred and eighty-four followers, yeah, and you make that joke, nobody cares. You know what? I don't even know if that's true anymore. People just you start you, all you do is search for Manchester if you're looking, and if you don't do top news, you do the latest. You just oh. need one or two people to find your tweet and be offended <laughs> and to retweet it, and you're destroyed. You oh, are okay. professionally destroyed. You all know, right. I, I don't. Man, you, you just forget, you know, yeah. who can find you on Twitter. And, yeah, yeah. You can, and, you know, I think everyone has the should have the leeway to make a bad joke or to fuck up. It's, you know, he's not the bomber. <laughs> right, right. It, he is right. The other right. thing, it's like the first hour since this happened, there's nobody to be angry at, you know, and if you're, you know, you don't want to be angry uh, at Islam, you even, you know, like that's that there's no place to put the anger right now, except for the guy who we don't know who it is. And who so made a it's horrible like, joke. Well, who, no, no, I mean the bomber, oh. you know? Oh, like, there's no one to blame for there's the a lot of thing anger, that right? happened. Right. Yes. yes. So there's a lot of fury and they're like, oh, th this guy's a perfect receptacle for it. <laughs> he's perfect. You know, yeah. and he, he's not backing down and his, his apology sucked. It's like until we find out the bomber's name, we still we have this guy, you know, right. so we're waiting on an ID on the bomber before we can right. pivot to this guy. And then and then now we have to like I feel we liberals have to then go in and go. It's just the bomber. It's not a religion. Like we're we're all prepared with our arguments against, against whatever is coming from the Trump people. Right. Right. Oh, if it becomes God. like some sort of anti-religion thing, yeah, then you could say you can't blame the whole religion for the thing that a person did. If it's as if of it's course. an Islamic we, bomber, but we can we can. But, but in between that time and this time, there's just open, that guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> like we're waiting. We're with our fingers. We're like, when do we start defending Islam? Okay, you know, we need a confirmation. You know, could be some really long-term IRA project, right? <laughs> So first we get, but you know, we're all, uh, both sides are sitting there with your arguments. Not even a laugh from Kyle. Not even a laugh from the longtime IRA crack. That, that deserved, that deserved something. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I've given up on Kyle and his relationship has changed. Things. 
So she's an inside laugher. She's an ins- I can tell. So so all we have is Her this eyes guy were dancing. <laughs> all we have is this guy to be furious at, and he's a fucking freelancer. This that's hard enough when you aren't tweeting right, right. jokes about. Yeah. You know, potentially dead. Yeah, whatever. Th- does that mean Jesus. that that he's not going to get work? Does it mean that it may yes, his work might? It means dry for the up? rest of his life, <laughs> and he's he looks like thirty-ish, right? Yeah. The rest of his life, you're going to look at him up, and it's going to those will be the first fifty pages of Google. You could you can get that scrubbed. You know that comic I who got it. it all scrubbed. Who Give the me guy? Name. The guy that got raped. The the guy who was accused of rape. <gasps> oh. Assault and was acquitted because everybody was drunk. And but he took his junk out and put it in her face and said, "Hey, oh. uh, suck it," and and then had the hackiest rape line ever. You should, I should, uh, you should be happy. I like you. I'm a comic. You're just a waitress. Wow, that's the hackiest rape line ever. Wow. And then she that's wasn't raped because she screamed. And then the neighbors called nine one one. And then he was acquitted. Was this but, in Minneapolis? Yeah. And so right. he had he paid tens of thousands of dollars to get his name scrubbed. This guy can't do it. This this guy. You think that well, it's too soon, right? No, it's too many. The whole world, yeah, literally the whole world needed to yell at somebody, and it was him. But and you, he was perfect. But I went over there and I looked at it, and I still can't remember his name. David Levitt. <laughs> okay. Ooh, Levitt. Yeah. Not Levitt. Levitt. Uh, L-E-A. So leave. L-E-A. So leave. All Levitt. Right. You should have left it in your head. <laughs> Instead Boom. of putting it Boom. on Twitter, Jackie and Lori bring it down <laughs> to that pun. What did you do today besides follow that guy's career blowing up? Oh, that was at the end of the day. That, oh, and right. it, you know, remember, like a couple years ago, this girl named Justine Sacco tweeted this really it's kind of not it's just like a dumb joke like on my way to South Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS. Oh, just right. kidding, I'm white. Or it just yeah, like, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You know, she was on a plane or it something. Just, it just seemed like something a dumb, wealthy young girl would say without right, it thinking. Was attempted ironic racism. Right. Who, who knows what it was? Well, but then she got on a plane before <laughs> the internet was uh, accessible on planes, I guess. And got then off the plane and her life was destroyed. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and Gawker, like, I remember Gawker, Gawker was, uh, you know, up. It wasn't. Yep. And, um, the, it, like, the entire world was waiting for her to land to, <laughs> so, to destroy her. Wow. I mean, it is kind of sickening. And this, this Not guy. Not even kind of. It's, yeah. uh, it's enormously sickening. This guy, you know, it's weird. I, I got mean, the it's... email from you. You're like, I'm obsessed following this thing. And I was like, what happened? Because uh, I recorded The Dork for us today and edited three. Oh, my God. So I've been head down in we various had a, people's dorkdoms. We had, a, we had a long travel day yesterday. Oh my god! Well, it was just like a long. It was you know. It, you you started at seven when I, I when I landed in Birmingham in the morning. South was is asking me to check in for my flight to leave the next day. I'm like, yeah. easy, give me a second. <laughs> right. Uh, I ate breakfast at the bread bed and breakfast. How was it? Amongst the charging plates that I cannot. Uh, I'm obsessed. With. Enough. I can't hear about the charging plates. Once <laughs> <laughs> you go, uh, when you interview yourself on your door force about your hatred of plates, who fucking I'll cares? I'll get Todd Glass finally to do to do because he loves uh, charging place, plates. Yeah, he loves uh, he loves place settings. That's his dorkdom. Place settings. Do you think people are making up dorkdoms to get on your show? <laughs> Who fucking loves place settings? Come on. It's not uh, it's none of my business that Todd Glass likes to set up. He likes to set the table for um, a, a party that he's having, like a dinner party, the night before it happens so that he can wake up and see it. Oh, my God. That is a dorkdom by definition. And <laughs> breakfast was lovely. But I had breakfast with like uh, two couples and a lady. 
a lady from Ventura, a couple from a tiny town outside of Huntsville, Alabama. Oh. And another... A lady from Ventura, California? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Ventura, uh, California. And uh, I was like, you ever go to the Ventura Comedy Club? Because I don't know. And then I did uh, about 10 minutes of material with them. It was nice. I, got, oh I picked God, up a set of a breakfast. Set. Why not? Just pick up a set Chappelle of breakfast. would be applauding you right now. And then you stay there for the lunch crowd to do the it. The lunch crowd so I can do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I, well, I got home and um, I, somehow, okay, uh, I, I had written um, down noon show, you know, and I and I thought, did I really book a noon show? And then I looked through my emails, and it's it's a, the club. It was a Burbank noon Rotary Club, but the show was at seven. Oh, weird! So uh, then all of a sudden, I had all of a sudden I had a show at seven, a show at seven thirty at the Improv, and then a show at nine o'clock back at Flappers. And I'm like, oh fuck, this is wait, this is Sunday really different. Yes, yesterday you had three sets after you got off the plane. Yes. And After they were having all, approximately three hours of sleep. They were all like, everything's got to run on time. <laughs> oh <my laughs> and nothing did. Luckily, everyone was a little bit late. So it okay. all sort of jammed. They all jammed together. But I had to follow uh, Zachary Galifianakis at the Oops. improv. I believe um, him to be of Greek ancestry. Yes, he's very funny. Man, he was funny. Yeah, he only did 10, thank Christ. But uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wrap it up, please leave me some. Right. But it's weird. Like, um, I, uh, so I did my. Uh, Which one was he at? He was at the improv. The improv, okay. I did my, my Conan set three different times. And uh, it's weird. Okay, so I have six jokes that I'm doing. That's the whole set. Because mm-hmm. the last joke is two minutes long right there's probably many jokes in that joke but right, there's more laughs it. but how six... i write it in my notebook is you know yeah, yeah. It's six six headings mm-hmm. and number one and number two and when i normally do them on my act are flipped and so uh this the joke that's number two on my set on Conan is normally number one in my act. Oh, so you have to run it and run it and run it yeah, so you don't accidentally weird. do it wrong. Yeah, and I realized the reason I do that on my act is that it flow it, it it's a it's kind of a hard joke, and so I can immediately go to this next one that's a little kind of soft and easy. Yeah. yeah, and now I'm ending on that one and going on to another subject and I'm like, I need like a taper down, you know, like taper down a little bit, like a little, just a little line very quickly to taper out of it. You have to hand somebody a flower after that joke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's one of those. Uh And then, so I'm like, all right, so I think I can figure that out, you know, just, just even a quick line, you know? Yeah. And then, um, then joke three is, is sort of like this, uh, you know, it's about my kids. So it's part of the set. The set's about being a mother. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, but it, it's still not attached to either either of the the chunks oh, that weird. are surrounding it. Yeah, and, and I'm like, does it belong here? I, it's only a 10 second joke, and and it kind of just and you know I'm like maybe so I, I was trying to have another just come up with another tag on it so that it, again it wouldn't be this abrupt end. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm, you I was three working different with. three different times. Did it work by the end of the night? The third time it did work. Um, so. You know, I'll, I'll, I have some time to play around with it. You know, right, right. I, I, I've, you got a couple of weeks. I'm beyond the point where I try it once it works and go, I solved the puzzle. <laughs> like, it never happens that way. Right, right. But um, it's, you know, those two, the two jokes, two and three in my set need a little, just a little tail at the end of each of them. Right, to soften them up a little? Yeah, or? just so okay. I not, ju- it's not like punch, you know, joke and then move on to the next oh, thing. smash cut? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's a good way to say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I'll figure those out. Yeah, yeah. 
I, uh, mine, uh, today I wrote a new, uh, just, I wrote a new angle on my, on, on, you know, I was working on that joke in Birmingham. I don't know if you, it's about millennials. It's, I, I've decided to get into the millennial joke writing uh, business. You guys uh, go do, after them. Do, a lot of people aren't writing I've jokes about millennials. We really got to start uh, addressing this situation <laughs> and uh, how there's younger people in the world. What's uh, yeah, no, I was like listening in and out because I realized I had to do 45 and I needed to do a little oh, homework. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Well, so you didn't get to see it. Well, it's, I was um, kind of listening, but then yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, but, fuck. Do I, I no, got to figure out an 45. order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got there on Friday and got to close with like 35. And then the next night, uh, last week's Comic of the Week opened for us. Yeah. Rena Calm. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, well, then I'll – and she did 15. Yeah. So I was like, well, then I'll just do 30 and mm-hmm. get out of the way. And then you did 45. So. Right. And initially you were you were like, oh, I could just do my favorite 30. <laughs> Oops. I love to do my favorite 30. Oh, I, I got to do 45. All right, let me drag these <laughs> fucking dinosaurs out of Let's the find museum. This <laughs> yes, see if I can plant an acorn and get an oak. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, no, but I um, there's this joke I'm doing about just about the shit that millennials are getting and how it's yeah. ridiculous. But I came up with a new... Like, you know, there's always an example of when I was a boy, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a child, we right. walked both ways. And so I'm trying to find, I have two now. I just had the one. Yeah. And now I have two. So that's, it's a great story, you guys. That's it's cool. Like, you got to hey, come man. And, and, but I'm pretty sure you to listen to our fucking details of our dumb little My sets. act. Yeah. And the weird <laughs> thing is, is I, the, yeah, because I do, and I haven't got to try it yet because I just wrote it. You know, when you just write, yeah. you're like, where can I pick up a set? <laughs> uh, oh, I, I know. Yeah, I just want right. to run the, and I don't even care because the rest of the joke was working. Yeah, because I found a, a final line. Yeah, and now what this has done actually is created a second half, a, a, a second angle on the, ah. on, on the chunk, which means that I'm going to need a third angle on the a chunk. new branch. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it'll be uneven if it's not three, in my opinion. But it might I, work. I with understand two. that feeling. It yeah. could work with two though. Yeah, some, you're not it, always obligated to rule of three. It doesn't. It's not yeah. a hard and fast rule. It just the reason it's a rule is because it works. Yeah, and but I, but I also like more um, of a suggestion. You, you, you know, I think you, you, some. You, there's always this feeling of oh, this could be more. This could be. Sometimes it's just a smaller thing. Right. Maybe, and it doesn't it have isn't. to become a five minute chunk, and it doesn't have to be your signature piece. You know, sometimes it's just. Right. It's I do a, love a signature a tiny bit, flower, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, the because um, of my my new album, everybody, I get I get emails from fans and they're like, "You are the hero of this story," <laughs> and so I'm going to look forward to that because for three years with my last the Horcrux album, mm-hmm. people were constantly making puns about Horcruxes, right? And now I'm going to look forward to <laughs> two or three you years went from of hor- perfectly hor- nice, to hero, hor- uh, from hero to wait a minute, no, from uh, hor to hero. Uh, that's you only say that because you're unfamiliar with the seventh uh, Harry Potter book. That's okay. right. We're on number three. Uh, you're right. You're doing Azkaban? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Azkaban wow, you is... knew that off the top of your head. Well, uh... Nerd alert. <laughs> nerd yeah, I don't think anybody's around. alerted to the fact that I'm a nerd. <laughs> I don't think this is a huge reveal <laughs> that I might have liked some Harry Potter. Uh, too funny. Um, but yeah. I just read the second one. I couldn't tell you what it is. Chamber of Secrets. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With the basilisk. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. You were there. You were there. You remember. I tune a lot of it out. Yeah. The, the boy remembers. He does. That'll be great for him. Um, so so uh, I have this. So I was talking today with some comics, as I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you ever worked that Brad Garrett room in Vegas? No. 
It's and I'm bitter bit. about it. Yeah, go I'm, ahead. Yeah, I know. I'm a little bitter about it, too. One I've of never the... asked. I've never. It's, <laughs> no, me neither. It, yeah. But I'm still any room I haven't worked. I'm angry about. Right. And Elaine books it. And uh, Elaine from the Ice House. Oh, yeah. And 20 but years she's ago. She's not at the Ice House anymore, no, right? No, she's just booking Brad Garrett. She, oh. For a little while, she, I think she was booking something in Indianapolis. And now she's booking oh, did Brad. Did she used to book Fort Wayne? I don't know. Maybe. I think she did. And it paid so badly. Well, let me tell you about it, Elaine. Uh, 17 years ago, she didn't like me. And I still think <laughs> about it. Oh, I know. I... Why wouldn't I? Lisa Berger. And... MTV didn't give me a half hour comedy hour. Never forgot her name. Lisa Berger. Never forgot her name. So, Every other so comic true, in San Francisco did Got MTV's one. half hour comedy hour. Yep. Every fucking one but me. All right. Even even um, uh, Dirty One Liner guy who was on Letterman twice, 30 years in between. Larry Bubbles yeah. Brown? Yep. Probably. Right. But definitely all the young ones. And okay. I was young once, people. <laughs> okay. So fuck you. It's when you were young. And why yeah. Well, I also and, had a small moment because uh, I did an episode with this comic from uh, Danville, Illinois, at Dork Forest. Mm-hmm. And her dorkdom was Dr. Katz. And I remember when Dr. Katz was on, I was so furious that I was not accepted. Oh, you weren't a voice? Yeah, I wasn't a voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's reminisce about rage in the 90s. Well, that wasn't my thing because I didn't know a ton of comics that were doing it. But oh, everyone I, yeah. did half hour comedy hour. Yeah. Like they, they came into San Francisco. It's an easy flight up from LA. Yep. They yep. just ding, ding, ding. Nope. Ding, 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 ding. That's how it went. And <laughs> the dings are yeses. Yes. Yeah. Did I tell you? I don't know if I told this. Like that was at the time where you could actually call. Like I called MTV and I asked for Lisa Berger and she took the call. And I <laughs> said, hey, why? this is Lori Kilmart and I'm. I'm you know, like she had forgotten to call me or something. Oh, I'm right, like, right, just checking in. Did you, am I, can I do the show? Am I, I'm yeah. doing, and she said, I'm sorry, sweetie. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair I enough. mean, you know, who knows if it was her decision, but she was the one that told me. Right. And, and she took the call. I mean, you can't give, her, you know, that's. A, you, you can't give her any her. more credit than no. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, the weird things that you learn as you do. I mean, there's no way to learn this stuff until you do it. I remember mm-hmm. going out to lunch with Felicia Michaels mm-hmm. in 1997 mm-hmm. or something. I've uh, never seen you angry at a year before. It was the dumbest because I'm mad because. <laughs> She was 1990s because it could have been 2003. God oh. knows what it was. No, I think it was. No, it had to be after I moved here, so it was probably 99. Anyway, f- fascinating. But uh, we're sitting at lunch, and I think I said out loud to her, "I'd be told. I'd, I'd even be willing to play a sidekick on a sitcom." <laughs> and she just looked at me, and she just burst out laughing, and she was like, "Jackie, anyone." That's that's what comics. <laughs> I'd even she play tried second to... <laughs> fiddle to the rock in a movie if I had to. Honestly, guys, come on. It was so I was oh I was God. so embarrassed that I had said it out loud, and she was so nice about it. But she was like, "I have to explain this thing to you. <laughs> that Show you, business to you. I have to explain this very basic thing <laughs> that everyone just wants work, Jackie. Of course. But it's the, but you know but when no you're early in your career, you're like, of course I'm going to be a star, right? And then in your head, you're like, all right, I'll downgrade it. I'm willing to be a sidekick to a star. Like not knowing you're never right. going to be a star. You're never going to be a star and it it's doesn't matter. And it doesn't. And uh, here, Snatch didn't do very well. Speaking of um, the, the Amy Schumer, Goldie Hawn thing. Yeah. And I love Goldie Hawn. And I, of course, uh, like Amy Schumer. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't, I've never seen any of her movies because I never see anything. Trainwreck was really great. That's what I hear. Yeah. And, uh, but Snatched, I didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I guess the plot was 
um, uh, her fiance dumps her on the way to some sort of uh, like holiday or something, and mm-hmm. she talks her mother, who is played by Goldie Hawn, into going with her. And then they go. I, I'm already off this premise, right? How, so how you let your your mother? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My my own personal life is interfering with the premise of this movie. So what about this? If it's you and your mom, yeah. Andy had an idea. He said he was just driving by a, a billboard. And he thought he didn't know what it was about. And he was like, is it about someone who was kidnapped when they were a child and kept in a room? And then they finally free her mm. and she's reunited with her mom and they somehow make it a comedy. And I was like, that's hilarious and dark. And that I would have thought I would have watched that. Well, that's very that. clever. Kind of close to uh, uh, unforget- Unforgettable. Wait, Unforgettable. Wait, what is she Unforgettable forgettable or Unforgivable? Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I, I, I don't. Wait, Unstoppable. It's an unword. <laughs> unbreakable. Unbreakable. Oh my well God. played. Well played. Uh, someone's yelling at their iPod. <laughs> um, I thought it was like Taken. I thought that they had, it was an action movie where they go back to get like her, like Goldie Hawn's grandchild. Yeah. That I would watch that too. If you Amy know what? Schumer and, and Goldie Hawn and go down to South America to get their baby back. Yeah, That'd be sure. awesome. That, that, I was also thinking about Amy because of uh, Ariana Grande. Now this huge, horrible things happened at her concert. Right. You know, I mean, she's like, you know, not the, not the huge victim in this thing, but that is a horrific thing for somebody to, have oh, yeah. to feel responsible for, or right, right, or feel like, or even any, associated just anything. With. Yeah. yeah, and she's super. She's young. She's like twenty five, and I think she's had she's had some eating. Like, wasn't she like licking donuts or something? Like, she's got a couple problems, you know. Mm-hmm. But then that made me think of. Uh, did you watch? Amy talked about this in her special, where you know two girls two women were shot to death at her movie by oh, a right. crazy I guy that. and yeah. how you know that just i can't imagine having that weight of something on you right just being associated with something yeah. that huge yes. yeah let's well yeah that is know. crazy i don't know why because she didn't didn't she didn't amy schumer open for you too i thought you were going to tell me that she had opened no. for ariana no 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 um no but I, I don't know i don't know how we got on this but me neither. But I was thinking you, about it just, just as yeah. a performer. How I don't right, know right, how, 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 how horrific that would be. You know, well, on the, the right where I did the show at uh, the University of uh, Santa Barbara, UC Santa Barbara. <gasps> oh, that's right. Right. It was the week before in that same area wow. was where the guy did the shooting. Spot. Yeah, and it was a, he killed was, about seven people, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was I was like, what the hell? It was crazy because it was a Saturday night, and I was there on a Saturday. I think. Um, whatever, but it was. I was in New York ago. on nine eleven. Are we trying to win a competition <laughs> now, Jackie? Okay. No, no. I'm just saying uh, you're associated. Did you do a set that night? I did. <laughs> the now night you want to play September tenth? No, I did a set September eleventh. You know what? You know why? Because people didn't show up for their sets. I could pick a setup. Holy <laughs> That reminds me of a psychopath that I know in San Francisco. I have a psychopath sitting in front of you. Is what yes. Kyle thinks. <laughs> Oh my God! There was a guy yes. who I won't say his name. Okay. Because uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> no. <laughs> right after the Loma Prieta earthquake. Okay. Where you know, many people were killed and the entire Bay Area was shut down. This guy. <laughs> did, 
<laughs> did the same thing. He went to a gig because he thought people wouldn't show up for it. Well, comics wouldn't show up for it. Did he but go this to a gig like in, in, right, in, in the Bay Area? When, yeah. Yeah, the reason they're not going to show up is because they're, they're trapped under a bridge. That's right. why. Right. They were gathering their earthquake equipment oh and trying to gather their belongings. All I, right. So he's a little more of a psychopath <laughs> than you. Right. Me, I was like, as soon as the news turned to that Disney was Disneyland, uh, the Disney Studios was on lockdown, I yeah. was like, Oh, the self-absorption is complete. I'm just going to go <laughs> see if there's a show. And then a couple of comics didn't show up. And so Robin Roberts was like, do you want to go up? And I said, yeah. Robin Roberts, the uh, host of the CBS Morning Show? No, she's a clown. Okay. Robin Roberts used to run a, a weekly show here in L.A. at a coffee shop <laughs> over in Toluca Lake. And it was, uh, she's a clown. Anyway. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, she I... clowned for Tatum O'Neill. She used to sing a song about it. Might still. She clowned for Tatum O'Neill. When Tatum O'Neill was a child. Oh, she performed for her? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a psychotic family that was. The O'Neills. Ryan O'Neill. Oh, yeah. Mother, the, her mother committed suicide. Oh. Yes. And when she was 12. Mm-hmm. I used to be, a, I, I was always obsessed with child stars in my age range. Yeah. And their entire lives. So I know a lot. Oh, wow. Christy McNichol, Brooke Shields, Ally Sheedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Ask me a question, I can answer it. What do you... Brooke Shields' father's name Frank Shields. What's Allie Sheedy's beeswax? Her mother was a book publisher, and she... uh, Allie wrote... Allie. Allie. You know... Wrote, she got she got her daughter's book published at a very young age, so she became a famous child author. Okay, um, which again can happen when your mother publishes books <laughs> for a living. Yeah, yeah, and that led to her getting acting work. I have a book idea. Do you think your son would want to publish it? <laughs> Will he write a book based on my father's uh, my father my oldest brother's interaction with Jesus Christ called the meanest Jesus? How many um, how many times think- is Jesus fart? I think, uh, oh, that would make that book. It would the meanest Jesus who farts. Yeah, that is a that is a book a ten year old needs to write, mm-hmm. and um, I think it could heal a lot of lot of lot, lot of things. Are we being not funny, or is Kyle just doing homework right now? Like he's, what the fuck? He's, he's typing the great, nonstop. He's, he's writing, he's the, writing the, your the book right now. Right now, could <laughs> you write the meanest right Jesus idea. about farting? <laughs> Kyle's like, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> Isn't our producer supposed to be riveted by our every word? Anyway, so the comic today <laughs> that I was talking to about Brad Garrett's comedy club, and first of all, it's a Monday through Sunday. It's a seven-night gig. That's why I'll, I'll never work at it. I know it. Because even when I have a week off, I don't want to spend it in, in Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather go strip. to New York. Yeah. And then it's one show a night. Mm-hmm. And um, Oh, no. So that's it? Just 20 minutes a night? Then you're. It might be thirty to forty. I mean, if you're headlining, yeah, maybe forty-five. But I don't know if he headlines. Oh my god! The the women who are our age who work there, I don't. I think they feature. Ugh. Yeah, there's that. But uh, so uh, you know, the guy the that thing I was. Is the audience yeah. doesn't give a shit. They're just wandering in from the penny slots and the nickel slots <laughs> to see a show. They well, don't know who the this fuck's guy there. told me. He said, you know, they're super conservative. They're all the audience members at that club. Yeah, but Brad isn't, and this made me like Brad Garrett more because mm-hmm. he does not care, <laughs> and he does his jokes, and I like they get Brad mad Garrett. at him. I've I've only met him once. I don't, I don't know him. I but... emceed. There used to be this place called the Bahia. Do you remember that club? No, it, the, the Comedy Isle at the Bahia in San Diego. The, the Bahia comedy... was like some resort. I don't know if it's still open, but they had a club called the Comedy Isle. I S L E. And um, oh, like an island. Yes. 
I'm glad it wasn't AI. No. <laughs> That's but I'm sure that exists somewhere in Tribble books. It. Come on. <laughs> um, and uh, he was, um, this is pre-Raymond. So he, he was, I think he okay. was a Star Search winner, but I don't think he was famous beyond that. But he was 6'9 right. back then as well. Super nice guy. <laughs> yeah. And he was dating a female pilot, which I thought was really cool because he wasn't dating yeah, yeah. just, and, and she was like uh, an elite human being, super smart. You was know? she like six feet tall, I hope? No, normal, right. normal size. Look like Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Who also know about her life. What's yeah, okay? Finish the one, and then tell me more about child stars that for a, a thousand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Brad Garrett, yeah. you're in the aisle. You're oh, on, that's, you're that's on a, the aisle. That's the only oh, time I met him. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you worked with him for a full week. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, he hosted some Canadian show that I did a TV thing. And so I got to meet, it was like, hello, nice to meet you. How do you pronounce your name? So, and that's how I met Brad Garrett. That's cool. Um, but he's uh, re- reputedly very nice. Yeah. And, um, and really supportive of stand-up. Um, so, but I haven't asked to work there, but so I'm furious I don't. And I don't yeah, want to go to Vegas for seven days. Elaine books it. And Elaine and she books doesn't it. like you. Right. So 17 years later, Elaine's still not liking me. Uh, we're going to leave it at I that. I don't understand I'm... someone in comedy having a long memory. <laughs> <laughs> Make sense to me, right? Um, so what else you got? What are you, um, what are you doing this week? You okay? Here? So this is dropping next Monday. So mm-hmm. I'll be uh, doing Conan on Thursday night. Okay. Will I? No, I won't. Because no, because is... it'll be before June. Oh ends. yeah, this is Memorial Day. Okay, so I'll be in New York City. Come see me. I'm all over New York City this week. Okay. That's oh, that's right. Because you have the whole week. In yes, New York. we have a week off, and I will be in. So New York So follow City. any Lori sixteen Sunday last night through uh, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing spots all over the city, mostly at Stand Up New York and the Stand. Um, yeah, mostly there. I think uh, next week I open for no. Next week I think it's L.A. Because when this when we record this, I'm going to Bloomington, and then I think I'm in L.A. or I'm opening for Brian Regan. Just in. Uh, wow. San Antonio and Fayetteville, Arkansas. For Regan? Yeah, for Regan. Where are you working in San Antonio? Don't know. Uh, some One of those theaters that he... Wow. Some fancy pants theater that Brian Regan can fill. Huh? Come is on. He, is he flying you out? Yeah. Is he flying you on Delta First Class? Uh, no. No, I'm going... Uh, because it's out of uh, Burbank, I get to go uh, Southwest. First class, Southwest. No such thing. Uh, but uh, if I'm lucky, are you, are you A one through fifteen? <laughs> maybe, At least maybe, you can go in. We first. don't know. Maybe David will bump me up to A one through fifteen. Can I get Southwest Plus? Or I forget what it's called. It's called something. It's A one through fifteen. And Rapid be, rewards. Get that's it. it. Yeah. It's but it's that's how some of us travel, Jackie. <laughs> Do you have a? I have a Rapid Rewards account. Yeah. I don't. Um, Oh man, I oh no, I already told you the boring story of the Del, the Hilton Amex card. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you don't need to hear I'm it. Not again. A, I did not take Chip Chinnery's <laughs> advice. But it's I, I'm I'm gonna try to do it. I'm gonna try to do it uh this week actually. Um But then I then the week after that I'm uh And then Fayetteville do you go to right to Fayetteville right after San Antonio? I think they said they were gonna try to add a night, which is weird because oh it's in two God. weeks. So it'll be it'll be San Antonio a dark night and then Fayetteville. So they're going to try to add something on the dark night. I think so. They could they could just pop up anywhere they want. He could just go anywhere he wants. Yeah. Right. I think so, but I don't know that he thinks so. You know how like like because he's not he's not that guy. You know he's not Chappelle. He's no, not, no, no. But yeah. I mean he he could just pick a venue because what what night is it? Is it a Saturday night? I don't know, but I it's know a, what you if mean. If it's a Wednesday, you could just say, "Hey, I'm in town. I'm Brian Regan." 
Right. Do you have a 1,200-seat theater? Because uh, with two days' notice, he could fill that. Totally. I without, a, without a doubt. Wow. It'd be great if it oh, were hot springs. Cool. I got I got in laws outside of hot springs. <laughs> oh, tell him that. That'll might really it's push either, him that direction. Yeah, that's really gonna change change the... How fun. <clears throat> yep. Do you so. do you bring your merch on those dates? No, no. I remember the one of the first times I worked for him and I said, Do you sell merch? To Brian Regan. <laughs> and he just looked at me and was like Nope. He no, doesn't? Do not. No. But someone and does. No one sells merch. He doesn't have a a, a merch setup. It is, I mean, Elliot Cation is, I'm sure, rolling over and has not yet dug grave. <laughs> oh, come on. You've dug it. <laughs> my, my brother and sister have both told him, you're being, you're being buried next to, uh, to mom. And he goes, I don't want, I want to be in the VA. And Darla said, I'm never visiting you then. I'm not going to two uh, the VA. different. The VA has its own cemetery? In Milwaukee they do, yeah. Oh. And he's like, I, I, my sister was like, I'm never going to two uh, cemeteries. So yeah. get planted next to grandma and mom. And he's like, I don't want to be next to my mother and my my wife, my ex-wife. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be so dead, dad. It's not going to matter. <laughs> no more talk about death, please. Okay. Please. Who started it? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, if anyone's any right now, because my book isn't completely oh, officially right. <laughs> done. Any time someone mentions death, I'm like, shut up, shut up. Don't step on anything. I wrote. Don't say a joke. Don't say a joke. <laughs> please, please, please. Don't say a funny. I'm already worried about a conversation someone had in front of me that said said something and then veered in another direction. And I'm or like, a premise was oh, used. Yes, yes, yes. But they went totally someplace else. But I want to go, hey, look, show them time codes and stand. And like, just, just so you know, I had this whole chapter written out before I even heard you do this thing. Uh, and it's yeah. nothing like what you do, what you said offhandedly in your conversation. Anyway. Right. Or what you tweeted or some bullshit. I have, no, and it's going to be fine. You're uh, we, right. we got your back. The Thank whole you. Nerdist Network. <laughs> Chris Hardwick, it will come to your house and pick it. No. Uh, in your behalf, that's actually backwards. I'll be yeah. over here. I don't know what you're saying. I think you just had another stroke. <laughs> you're, you're at one stroke per podcast, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, should we? Uh, why don't we? Uh, yeah, let's Wait, do. How, mu- how much have we done? Seven. So let's comic of the weekend. Yes. Okay. Kate Clinton. Yes. Kate Clinton uh, according to Wikipedia, is 69 years old. She's still working. She, she, I got an album of hers in 1986 or 87. It, my sister bought me a vinyl album because Kate really? Clinton is a gay lady, and my sister's a gay lady. And uh, she was like, you like comedy? Here, try this. And so I had a close and play or some d- damn thing. Mm-hmm. And so I listened to it, and it was, it was, it was funny. It was, re- it was smart. It was kind of sociopolitical. Yeah. She has since turned into a super political comic. Like she plays Provincetown, she plays P-town, Massachusetts, yeah. every summer, a lot, and then she also writes a column for the Nation. Wow! And um, she, I, uh, Kyle, did you end up finding her Twitter? Oh, not yet. Is it might be at Kate Clinton, but uh, it might be at Kate underscore Clinton. But she's so great, and she, she, the, her, for some reason, her album was red. The vinyl, the pressing oh, was a red, and like the previous album, I think it had been blue. Like Holy Menstrual Blood? Uh, unless her <laughs> previous menstrual blood was blue. <laughs> Maybe she was a blue blood, and then she was talking about her menstru- well, menstrual blood. Blood looks blue before it comes out of you, right? Through your veins? Oh, in the veins? The yeah. blue veins? It's at just Kate Clinton. It's just at Kate Clinton? The other thing K-A-T-C-L-I-N-T-O-N. is... K-A-T-C-L-I-N-T-O-N. Yeah, she was um, an, an out comic 
way before people were coming out. Way she, before. It, it was almost declaring, uh, murdering your own career in a way. Going, I yeah. am just going to work. Because there, there wasn't a way to, like, you just had to work niche, a niche, right. for a niche gay, a gay audience, which is, you know, needs needs a comic and it's great but it also needs there needs to be out people to come to it yeah and when she started doing stand-up comedy out people were not super numerous. yeah she's like a real pioneer genuine article. even ahead of ellen degeneres oh very know? like by 15 years yes yes and yeah i mean and she's such a great writer that it's uh i saw her live once uh and it, i think it was in the 80s i think my sister took yeah me. and uh that's cool. I'm glad she's still working and making yeah, money. That's what made me. That's what made me happy. I love I was, when people are still in show business, no matter you right. know, what. Gives me hope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, what, how much? Now forty. That was two minutes, right? <laughs> right. So we're at thirty-nine. <laughs> right. It's exciting. I'm going to look at my calendar and tell you. I'm going to. You know what? Um, uh, Jake at the Jake Kroger at the Comedy Bureau, yeah. you know, has a Patreon, mm-hmm. and I encourage any comic if you if you just have like five or ten dollars to donate it because is it if, a, isn't Patreon monthly? I think I did five dollars a month. Okay, I don't know. Maybe do, donate a dollar a month. Yeah, yeah. It'll like, add. You like know. if you're broke, twelve bucks will help him because if a bunch of people like to, yeah, 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 um, and. It's such a valuable resource. I will be using it because I don't have any sets this week. Um, so I'm going to be using it to try to, you know, oh, to pick scare up some, up some work on a Tuesday and Wednesday. But um, mm-hmm. or just even an open mic, you know, just to pop over to an open mic or something. But, um, you know, if you're coming to L.A. and you're comic and you want spots, you know, don't don't ask us. We don't fucking know. We just show up when, when we see our name right, on go Twitter. To, go to the Comedy Bureau. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Comedy Bureau and find out. Yeah, that they'll totally... I'm gonna. Um, I don't know when any of this happens. Who cares? But uh, I should probably like. What is the today is the twenty second? I literally have listened to my own voice It'll, for four hours today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even care what I'm about to say, you guys. How about that? Um, this is dropping on the 29th. So this will. It'll be the 29th. Monday the 29th. Monday Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, uh, Memorial people. Oh yeah, and I'm just doing I'm just doing LA. I'm not even that's not even the week that I'm with Brian. I think I have two weeks home. Which is great because my, my garden awesome. my garden just came we had two tomatoes yesterday. How exciting. It was uh we are ate they one green of, or are they no, no, red, red yet. tomatoes. Wow. When I was when we were in Birmingham, the woman who picked me up from the airport, um Catherine. Yes. Uh she was like, Oh, just fry those up and I was like, Don't be out you're out of your mind. Uh, they're going to ripen, and then I'm going to eat them like people. Uh, we don't need to cover them uh, in breading. An entire and movie was made out of fried fried tomatoes. I love that movie. I cried and cried. Yeah, I read that book too. For you to I dismiss it instantly. <laughs> uh, no, as a Who food, eat, I don't what do want you any eat part them. Of like, are there an apple? You just take a bite out of a tomato? No, no, no. no you got to bread them and fry them in oil and butter. You just said I'm going to eat them like a person. I don't know. Understand what that means? Well, uh, oh, the red ones. I, I thought you you brought it up. I don't know. I'm just trying to no. figure it out. And I'm trying to separate the two things that you're talking about. Green tomatoes need to be fried. Oh, I oh they're they're different colors. Yeah. Okay. The green ones are not ripe yet. Oh, it was fried so, green tomatoes. It wasn't right. fried tomatoes. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> All right. How sad do you feel now that you've berated me? I feel unbreakable. <laughs> You feel unstoppable and un- unbel- unforgettable and unbelievable, <laughs> and uh, so then the red tomatoes. Uh, I just, quite honestly, I could live off of tomato sandwiches, like garden tomatoes. With, do you with put anything else on them? Mayonnaise. 
Okay, come on. And that is, <laughs> Stop acting like you're a vegetarian at this point it when it's mayonnaise that right, you really... Right, it's the healthiest thing in the world, white bread and mayonnaise. <laughs> it's a mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, it isn't. It's a fucking garden... I will bring you good. a garden tomato and okay. you will fi- you will you will have a different food. It's a totally different food than, than a store-bought tomato. Okay. Yeah, because they're amazing. Right, Kyle? With oh, the nodding? Yeah, good for you. Anyway, but this woman... But Catherine, who was very, very nice... <laughs> mm-hmm. Was like, what happened? What's happening? Oh, did you just get, oh, you get a hairy eyeball? You, you guys are having a tomato conversation on a fucking professional podcast. So sorry if I don't look interested. Yeah. What about Ruth Reichdell? If I if I write a cookbook and become who's Ruth Reichdell? I think she was the if I remember correctly she was the editor for Gourmet Magazine, and then Gourmet Magazine went belly up, and then she went into a spiral depression because she had been their executive, or the, the mm-hmm. sorry, the, uh, uh, the, she had been the editor for a million years, and she wrote a book about how, she wrote a cookbook that the, hunt, the 50 recipes that saved my life that first year I was laid off from work. Because she, she did it become one of those Julia Childs, uh, it was, what was that other one where she, that lady did a Julia Childs recipe every day for a year? Right, right. Julia and Julia. Yeah. Yeah. I did saw it become movie. like one of those? It's, well, I think it, it was, it's a $50 cookbook with some stories in it. Oh my God. Right. I met her cause I did some sort of, um, some sort of hippie NPR-ish thing. Up, yeah. PRI probably up in Portland. Yeah. And I ended up buying her book for $50, $55. You spent that much money on a cookbook? Yeah, I was hoping that it was going to be amazing, and it was kind of amazing, but the stories were classic, like, it would be like a book I wrote, mm-hmm. with, but without, because she was an incredibly nice woman, mm-hmm. and, the, and the recipes it's are... It's already different from what the book you would write. <laughs> right, because I'm a mean lady, and the meanest Jesus over here, so I farted You try to book. get spots on 9-11. You can't pretend you're nice. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Uh, I got a spot on 9-11, which means I'm the nicest. Um, you're like the reverse Steve Razzanini. You're telling a, you're telling a story you shouldn't tell about 9-11 that, but, because it's true. Because it's true. I brought people joy on 9-11, and uh, other people brought people sadness. And uh, so what I was going to say is that the first story was this whole thing about how she was so depressed because they might lose their second house in the Hamptons. And it was the Very longest relatable. story. It was so not relatable. And yeah. I was like, shh, inside your head voice. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. She's the David Leavitt of cookbooks. Right. You don't, don't open know with when... that. Don't open with yeah. the story about, oh, it's so sad. I had a kid in Cornell. And he was, we were, when he came home, I was like, is he going to make it home for Christmas roast? Every year we buy a $75 roast. Wow. And I was like, shh. Stop talking. Stop talking. You're well, not making To be any- fair, when you're selling a $50 book, I think you should be, feel feel free to talk about your house in the Hamptons. Because you g- have to assume the only people buying it are your neighbors in the Hamptons. And, and I guess me, a wannabe, who wants, I guess, a house An in the Hamptons. You're the classic aspirational American. You know what? You, I don't want to. You wanna... vote for the, the, uh, the, the tax class you wish you were in instead of the one you're actually in. Right. Right. I don't know who that would who that would be. Whatever. So, but I think uh, I think I'm going to keep doing stand up. What about you? <laughs> sure, guys, sure. Let's let's keep doing until it until I, I till that one tweet that brings me down. It might bring you down. I'm doing uh, this is this will be over, but I'm doing uh, Hi- uh, the lyric Hyperion. Yeah. Uh, this week I'm doing Ian Abramson's. Uh, hey, watch out show. for that! Watch out for that 
block a sidewalk. Oh, I will, because you already did it, right? And Jen Modern also, Jen, uh, Jen Kirkman confirmed there's a homeless guy living in the bushes. And he's while he has been benign, uh, it still sca- startles it's, the shit out of you startling. when you see him. Yeah. And uh, I, that, that's where I walked really fast because I was worried. And right. um, I tripped and jammed my finger really hard. So just I would careful. love Lyric Hyperion to have valet parking and a house in the Hamptons. I think they do. Have, a... <laughs> <laughs> I think they will have parking for you. Like he had parking for me, but I just didn't use it because I found a. Well, I thought okay. I found a great space. Right. Instead, you found. Oh, by the way, I, I found I'm, a sprained uh, hand. A, uh, your eye looks much better. Thank by you. The way. Uh, yeah, it's I getting have a there. Giant bruise on my hip that I never noticed because when I checked into the bed and breakfast, I took a header up the stairs. I know that I didn't remember. Yeah, and I have a giant bruise on my hip that on I didn't. Your hip? How did you get it on your hip? Well, did you fall on yeah, your... Yeah. Oh. I fall, fell on my hip and I bumped my head, but I didn't bump it that bad. But I was so furious, I couldn't... I didn't even feel the pain and I didn't even... You were just mad because you were on a fourth floor walk-up. Fourth floor walk-up with a... house with mannequins. With... <laughs> One of those mannequins scared the shit out of me when I woke up from my nap. Because I was discombobulated. I didn't know what state I was in. I was like, where am I? Ah, there's a guy in my room. And it was... It, <laughs> it was, was a, a mannequin. It was Prince Valiant. <laughs> it was a guy dressed as a... a 17th century prince. Right. And uh, Sean, Sean Patton actually got my room. Oh, he did? So, yeah, yeah. I should have <laughs> left him. I should have done a condo thing and left him a Playboy under the mattress. <laughs> Wait, and, he he took your room on Sunday night? Is it? Yeah. He flew in on Sunday. So How long is it going for, the Birmingham just Festival? Just till today, Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was just one more day. So he had, I think he was doing, I don't. he doesn't have a pod, I don't think. So mm. he was just doing stand-up that night. And then I think he was going to keep keep running. And then I talked to a guy who books uh, some one-nighters yeah. in Louisiana. Oh. Lafayette and Baton Rouge and uh, New Orleans. Oh, cool. So I might do that run. A little run? Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. I've never been to New Orleans. I haven't either. Really? Yes, I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't. Well, right. either way is correct. Right. But, <laughs> but yeah, Baton Rouge, I've worked, but ne- never You've been to Baton Rouge? Yeah. Did you play that casino? Didn't I tell you about that? Didn't I mention this on the last podcast? It was like that. It was a funny bone in a in a barn in baton rouge yes yeah oh that's it it was right. in a barn yeah i was more sucked into the barn part of the story than the baton rouge part of the story i worked out at a really nice ymca pool in baton rouge that's right i remember that part of the story as well <laughs> i don't remember the city that it was in which was baton have you played anywhere else in new orleans no or how about louisiana nope i mean uh, yeah because there are states that i haven't been to and, and louisiana is one of them yeah the deepest south i ever got was uh university of mississippi in hattiesburg Mississippi. That, Ole Miss. Wait. Ole Miss is in Oxford, Mississippi. Well, whatever. Okay. So that might have explained my, my opener to me. <laughs> uh, whatever it was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Right. I had an okay set, I thought, in Birmingham uh-huh. um, the night that we did the show together. I was, uh, I, I, the, you know, I opened with some of the political stuff because I have some new political stuff. Yeah. And I, there's part of me that just feels chicken if I don't do it in red states, right? Sure. And uh, yawning. No, I'm tired. It's yeah. not a bored yawn. I never yawn because I'm bored. No, I never yawn. I'm, I people always, oh, I'm sorry, I'm boring. I'm fucking tired. I never sleep. I yawn all the time. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, but the, uh, um, yeah, no, I thought the set was fine, but the set was like. Afterwards, the woman who owned the bed and breakfast, did she come up to you? No, I thought she may have fled during my set. No, she did not. But she all she said was like, hey, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell she wasn't going to be into us. Right, at all. At all. 
It's I, I could tell with the swan in the fireplace that she yeah. wasn't gonna like her, comedy. Her decor led me to believe she wouldn't like my set. Right. So I don't she I don't think she I didn't inquire. I thought she right. I accidentally ran into her. Uh, <laughs> and she was like, Hey. Um I, I do think people came to every single show. So I think there were a lot of people that have probably see, saw you the night before or were back for that show. Yeah, because I, that when I went to Buck Mulligan's right yeah. afterwards, it was the same audience. I'm like, sorry, I'm running a set. You guys yeah. are gonna hear five minutes uh, <laughs> of the forty five that yeah. you just heard. Yeah. Yeah. With Did you record? Tag. Did you record either of them or audio wise? Uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. You listen to them? Not yet. Okay. But I do uh I will. I like on yeah. I will. <laughs> I don't know how long my sets are. I have two sets this week before I leave. Mm-hmm. I think I have a set on Wednesday and a set yeah, I have a Tuesday set and a Wednesday set. Um when and then leave, I leave on Thursday. Where are you so. going again? Bloomington? Yeah. Are Indiana, you are you flying into um Indianapolis? And they're picking you up or are you mm-hmm. driving? They'll pick me up. Okay. I haven't I'll do that too. Just dates. Oh, okay. Because uh, I think the fest is the week that this drops. It's the week after I'm there. It might be two weeks after I'm there. Yeah, yeah. It's I've done limestone. I think I did limestone second second year. I'm doing it this year. Man. You're doing it this year? Yeah. Oh, Kyle's going, you guys. That's right. It's uh maybe you'll stay in the weird fourth floor walk up that I st- no. Uh, did they put you up in a hotel? Yeah, it's a perfectly nice hotel. It's a lovely. I love it. Is there it's a gym? A great. I don't know. I've ne- I never know. Why would I know? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> Not a, a millisecond wasted in your reply time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably. How about that? <laughs> Should what? I check it out? See if... Um, yeah, let me know. I'm going to let you know. All right. You know, when I went to when we went to Birmingham, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll check another hotel. Maybe I'll do a little workout at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what you can do. Uh, stairs. That's what you can do. <laughs> yeah. Stairmaster. The old school... I accidentally went down the servant's entrance one time. Yeah. And it's not lit. Wait, so, um, how many times have you been to that place? Well, I was there Friday night, Saturday oh, night. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I see. Okay. Um, uh, so at, at Bloomington, you can fly into Indianapolis and they'll have some someone pick right. you up. And the great thing is, is I wish, because I feel bad for whoever they whoever has to make that drive. It's, it's, it's always some, it's some poor comic. That, it's sometimes or is it's it a, a comic. Yeah. It's usually just some open micer. Yeah. That uh, Jared's like, hey, you want to go pick up a headliner? And then... You talk to a perfectly nice, very young comic who right. comes to pick you up okay. in their, um, you know, 2001 Honda, whatever. And so, but the way back, the hotel has a shuttle. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the shuttle's only 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I would take the shuttle to that hotel if I knew how to do that from the airport, but I don't know how to do that. Oh, see if you can find out. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. What time, what flight are you taking? It's uh, out of like LAX? 6 a.m. out of LAX, Ooh. which is now in Terminal 2. Delta's in Terminal 2 now. Mm. And a uh, lot. What's he doing? You don't like Terminal 2? It's a nightmare. Oh, I went the other day to go to Birmingham, and it was actually it was backed up because it was the first week of it, and there's signs everywhere. Delta is in Terminal 2 now. Delta is in Terminal 2 and 3 now. Delta is in Terminal 2 and 3 I'm going to fly out of Burbank. I don't and want nobody that. cares. Nobody cares. Everyone goes to Terminal 5 and then has to walk a half a mile back to Terminal 2. And 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 so I was standing in line, and I, I'm in the Sky Priority line, so I, I, I have a, a oh, deal. Oh, God, this again. <laughs> it was still super long, and the lady still said, who's on the 530 flight? Because I was on the 630 a.m. flight. And, yeah. Um, and so the people, there were like, I had 10 people 
who had ran from five. Oh. Yeah, just to get the whole, get there. So it's going to be a mess until people figure it out. And that's a good merch room? It's... It's not bad. The setup is weird because it's a it's an attic, right? It's called the comedy attic, right? So it's up this flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. So you set up. It's it'll be good because it's almost summer, mm-hmm. so they can set up a card table on the street outside the club, mm. and it's easier. Mm. And I like if there's it. Okay. And, and if there's only one show, you can do it in the in the club room. Okay. But if there's two room, two, two the second show they have people waiting or something. Yeah. So yeah. the the second That's show has weird. to get up there. So if you set up outside. Yeah. It's easier. For the Do you hire a comic to sell for you and set it up for you? No. Okay. No. I, I have I have a little bit of control issues when it comes to my merch. <laughs> I need to um I need it to you saw it was at Burbank. Yeah, camp. I was impressed. It is well ordered. You you have it uh you have the expensive stuff to the left and you have this it descends on down to the free stuff on the right. So I could see people's faces. Some people could afford it and some people couldn't. And you go right. this 20, 10, 5 free. And the right. people who and nothing was free. Yeah. Whose hearts were broken at 20, their <laughs> eyes lit up at free. And they yeah, grabbed a, a sticker or a, a pen, you know? Right. That was the, smart. Right. Well, I, because we, I made posters, right? Right. We had, we had Jackie and Lori posters. We sold three. That's so cool. Mm, yeah. And uh, the, uh, I owe you money. Well, I forgot to bring well, a check. Oh, that's fine. And we could figure out, um, like, there might be T-shirts because comedy film nerds will sell T-shirts for us. Oh, cool! And uh, but they said they can order them for us, or we can order them and then give them. So it's a story that we could talk about off off. Absolutely we, not. But this we, is scintillating. <laughs> and I refuse. We're, it's a clock eater, so let's do it. <laughs> and uh, so the um, yeah, so they said they could order them and would do it, or or I could order them for my people, but then I don't have really any room to. St- to, to store them at the at my house because I'm already storing so much. Of I have my crap. I could store stuff. You could store it. Yeah, because the, and then there's a choice between and my mom could mail them. Oh my god. Oh, you her one goal in life is to feel useful, and she could do that while she's watching Netflix. Mail mail out T-shirts. Oh well, we we don't need anyone to fulfill them. We have someone to fulfill them. Mm. But if she wants to fulfill them, mm-hmm. that I bet she does. All right. Well, maybe she could. <laughs> Um, anyway, so there's a choice. <laughs> like the the Dork Forest T-shirts and my and my stand-up spooky sh- shirts are union made, and right. um, in America, and they are eleven dollars a piece. Well, I like to hire Chinese children to make there my stuff. There are Gildan heavy cotton ones that are five dollars a piece. That includes shipping, mm. uh, so we can get those, and they're quite comfortable. So, but they we would not get. Uh, we would only get unisex. Because people are always sure. like, please get women's styles and uh, tank tops. And you're like, what am I, Walmart? I can't. I can only just get the one right, thing. Right, I know. you got to carry that stuff around. I mean, right. we could, you know. People can cut them down. Get crafty. Do whatever you need to do. How much time have we done? We, 57. We're oh, three, my God. Three minutes to go. Hold forth. Me? Yes. <laughs> Let's I've see. done four hours. You, you t- tell me, t- tell me a great story. Don't worry, it only felt like five hours. <laughs> <laughs> tell me a great story of what, what's what's it like being a comic? What's oh, a, uh, I hate that question. I hate you. Uh, yeah, why, I got three uh, jokes on the monologue tonight. That was nice. Oh, did you? Yeah, that's amazing. That was fun. That's cool. Sometimes, it's like sometimes, I'll have like a bad day where I'm just I have nothing, and I'm like I lost it. <laughs> uh, it 
my I, I, every day I'm like, do I have it? And if right. I don't, what happened to it? <laughs> what happened to it? <laughs> so every day, if I do well, it's confirm I still got it. Yeah. I got it. Um, I am trying to de-Twitter myself. Uh, oh, you're trying just, to wean off a little yeah, bit? Yeah, I mean, I thought I was going to stop after the election and Hillary was elected. I would just pull back a little bit. And I feel, I wake up every day stressed out thinking I had to defend and, you know, via Twitter, you know, I, I don't know what I think I'm doing. Who knows if anything's helping? And um, I'm stressed out. And I just I just want to, like, cha- I feel like it's changing my brain. Like, I have a less of a, a lesser attention span. I... I I don't, it takes me forever to read a novel, you know, I want to change. I don't want to go down this road for the rest of my life and just turn into this. You don't have to quit Twitter, but you should definitely, I I think if you did it all, if you took it off your phone or something. I tried that and I kept just going through the browser. So I got to do something else like, yeah, but I still, it just made me, it didn't stop me. Okay. But if I, um, like I stopped today. I didn't bring it to any of the meetings. Usually it's just this, it's a habit of like, I'm standing. Let me look at my phone. How about just stand and stare into the sky and think of something? <laughs> just there be bored go. and daydream a little bit. Yeah, like I, yeah. I want to somehow figure get myself back to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Re- remember, I'll miss your tweets, but I, I, I think you're right. But <laughs> remember, like ten years ago, you would leave a certain place and you didn't have an iPhone, so so you you wouldn't know if anyone emailed you till you got back to your computer at home, right. right? And it was sort of like exciting to come home, like maybe I have some emails. It was like maybe I have voicemails, you right, know. Right. And now everything it's all accessible all the time. There's nothing to look forward to, and I'm always checking. And I don't want to be in that 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 posture of always checking for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah, I on the plane, it was too much sensory overload. I ended up watching three movies on mute while I read a book and had the internet. No, it's yeah. too much. It's so bad the movies for you. just playing in the brain. background and it was like I think it was uh oh, the Be- Beauty and the Beast, Dave, and then Doctor Strange because that's how long that flight was. But Jesus. um the uh and then I was reading a crap novel and I had also logged into the internet, so when the crap novel gets slow and I'd look up at the movie and the movie gets slow, I'd look at my my internet. Yeah. Yeah. I need to not you need do... to when it gets slow, just be bored. Just be bored. Who knows what jokes are waiting to be thought of because you're bored. Bye. Now leaving nerdist.com. 